Hello and welcome to a special No So Podcast as we remember Scott Hall. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. The chosen, ch- ch- chosen one, my Google, the bad guy. There it is. As a couple days ago, Scott Hall passed away due to complications to his hip surgery. Three heart attacks, blood clot, put on life support, and then taken off and... Uh, well, it was only the bad guy could. Went six hours without it, and then finally succumbed. Sad day for wrestling. I think this one uh, hit the wrestling... Actually, this hit the pop culture world a lot more than I thought it would. Uh, well, I mean, it's it, it, it's the Tony Montana thing. Yeah. yeah. That's why it resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. Vince didn't get it. but Famously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> fun uh yeah no this uh to be honest this is and i'm including piper in this because he was arguably a bigger star in the world of wrestling and pop culture even arguably in the 80s with the sci-fi movies and whatnot but i I will say that this is probably the biggest death in wrestling to hit uh not to belittle any death in wrestling last 10 years but but since savage in 2011 in terms of impacting the pop culture landscape as well close who dusty but I didn't hear this much oh, I with did. Dusty. Did you? I heard it on podcasts oh. who openly laugh at people who enjoy sports. Yeah. Or talking about Dusty Rhodes. Well, that makes me happy being yeah. the Dusty Rhodes fan. Definitely was Dusty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sports outlets, TMZ, um, TV channels on their own personal all, uh, all Twitter. Social media. Like USA yeah. Network sent out a tweet. uh where you at, TNN? What's up? Yeah. Yeah. What, TBS? Uh, what you doing? <laughs> he was there on there, too. Uh, but, yeah, no, this one's, uh, and this one's, uh, I mean, I wrote about it on our Facebook page. This one's a hard one for me uh, because he was a huge uh, influence on me. Um, still is. So, yeah, let's talk about the career and life of the bad guy. And do him some justice, as others have. Not to you know, not to say that other because a lot of good people have have, have done some good stuff uh, so far. But we're better. I guess Ad Free Shows is doing a Scott Hall. That's cool. That's cool. thing this week because uh, uh, you know that you know he's been around so long and he's so influential. He kind of goes through everybody's podcast, so you can pick from Pritchard and Bischoff and Jarrett and pick your best Scott Hall pieces and kind of throw them all together in a potluck is what probably they're Probably skip the iron one. Probably not yeah, going to be great one on that probably one. Probably not going to have much to offer on that nah. one. Uh, Hulk Hogan. I saw Hulk Hogan's tribute at his beach bar. Yeah, he has a bar, yeah. I did not. Uh, it's... Uh, I think I muted him on Twitter, to be honest. It was... If someone else like retweeted it, and I was like, okay, I have to see this. It's like a, yeah, it's like a handheld camera. I mean, it was nice. He was He was very complimentary to him, but it's... Hogan, in, in ways that only Hogan can, still brings it back to him. Yes. Like, he wasn't meaning to. Him and Jericho are the only two that I know that have that innate ability. When they're trying to be sincere and heartfelt, but they it just comes back to them. Uh, but he gave Hall the credit for basically resurrecting his career in 96 and saving it. Because uh, when he came in, that set in wheels the motion that brought him back to relevancy. The island of relevance. No, I'm sorry, Paul. But, um, but yeah. So let's um, start off with uh, the beginning of the career, if you guys want. Okay. 
Are we talking WCW? No, we're talking even earlier. We're talking. We're talking Florida in '84. Uh, boy, he was a big son of a. In the '80s, he looked like Hogan in terms of muscles. Mm-hmm. In fact, probably even bigger muscle-wise, he was Jack. Hogan always had that puffy, like stomach kind of big. Hall was just jacked. Yeah, uh, Hogan and Sheik had the same body type. Yeah, like broad shoulder, barrel chested, but yeah, no abs, big muscles, of. but no abs. This is. He he looked like if what if Tom Selleck ate himself yeah. three times. <laughs> Granted, Hogan never got to Iron Sheik's level where he looked pregnant, but still he was like you know it wasn't no six pack. But, but yes, I mean, Hulk Hogan is the number one jabroni of the earth. Yes, he is so. a Sheiky baby forever. Uh, happy birthday, by the way! Yesterday was the 80th birthday for Sheiky baby. Yeah, it was. Um, and he he also gave a nice uh, tweet out to Scott Hall. Chili gave him free food. <laughs> right. He's like it's better than nothing. But the day before, it's like, uh, you know, the rest in peace, Scott Hall, the Bubba. I love you forever. You are the real Iron Sheik class bad guy. Um, That's high praise. That is high praise from Sheiky, baby. Did Very he, high did, did he end it with, go fuck yourself, Hulk no, Hogan? Not, that, not one. that one. Not on uh, that one. But 10 minutes later, it was 10 yeah, minutes yeah, later. The next text was, Hulk Hogan, go fuck yourself. I have, a, uh, I have my, uh, my uh, co-worker at the yeah. shoot. He watched the actuary back in the day, and he brought he uh, earlier wrestling too. And he brings up like he he Sheiky, and he I was like, if you have Insta- Twitter, just go to his Twitter. Every other like <laughs> every other Twitter is like, go fuck yourself, Hogan. You know? <laughs> I love it. It's just nonstop. But no, Hogan gave props to him as well. Um, the Nash ones just break my heart. Oh, yeah. that but, was that was oh. truly depressing. When I woke up to hear the news that he passed, but then it's the you know, heartfelt from Nash. It's just like, ugh. The, it's uh, 6 a.m., come on. The tweet um, the tweet the next day uh, really got me. Where it was like, you have no idea how much you love someone until you can't. And I was just like, Jesus, that hurts. Um, no, he came in. Yeah, you're right. He looked like Magnum. Yeah, Tom Selleck ate himself a couple of times. Um, just jacked to the gills. Of course, he had that, that Tom Selleck mustache. And mm-hmm. the uh, curly hair. And he um, he looked like a Chip and Dale's dancer. He also looked, you know, Tom Selleck, yeah, but, you know, with the, he looks like uh, Magnum TA, only yeah. bigger. Yeah. Like, bigger than Magnum TA. <laughs> so yeah. I was going to bring that up. So Scott Hall, is, in my head, is what people think Magnum TA was. Yeah. And I'm just like, because like, I always hear the praise from Magnum. I'm sure T was good, but I was like, but Scott Hall was there. I, I, okay. He's like a knockoff Scott Hall. Here's how I'll put it. <laughs> TA, Sorry, TA. Well, TA came first. You know. but, but, yeah. but uh, uh, First isn't always best. No, it's true. Um, a lot of the fans from that era go off what could have been with TA. That's the thing. Because he, he had become what he was going to be that year he got hurt in 86. Uh, you could see it through the summer, especially in the feud with Nikita. He had become the guy that everybody expected him to be, and then he got hurt. So they always go off the rose-colored glasses with what could have been. And with Scott Hall, we actually got to see it. Um, yeah, I'll say Scott Hall was better. Uh, I mean, I think even without the car accident, he's probably better in the long run. Yeah. It's just, you know, those rose-colored glasses. Um, before we get to going into the career highlights, even I'm guilty of this, and I feel bad about it. But Scott Hall just kind of gets, in the last... 20 years, even during the real lifetime of the war stories, he was always kind of like just pushed to the side. 
in terms of importance or relevancy. Yeah. When he should have been given more. It, he's the one who started the whole thing on Nitro. It wasn't Nash who showed up first. Uh, true, a lot of it is his own doing. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, the, the later you know. stuff, it's hard to get past that. But if you look at just the, the things he did for the, the sport of wrestling, it's like, this guy should have been given more than he got. Because when people bring up people that didn't win the big one, yeah. Piper and... DiBiase. DiBiase and then uh, Hall. Like, those are your top three. Yeah, and to me, he's the best one to have never won the world title. Uh, he's got uh, more charisma uh, than the other two. He was a better worker, I think, than... Uh, well, I mean, DiBiase was a hell of a worker. You can't take that away from him. I think Scott Hall was a better big match worker, um, which with the world title means a lot. Yeah. Especially in his prime. Uh, when, when, like Razor... Like, let's get this out of the way right now. I don't know for the life of me why, and I get it. Kevin Nash is a good-looking man. He's tall. You're looking for a new baby face that can rival Hogan now that he left you. I could see the upside to Kevin Nash and Diaz Diesel completely. Yeah. However, how, how do you have Razor Ramon right there getting those monster pops? Easily your... Um, after when Undertaker was gone all that time, he was easily the number two babyface after Brett. So if you're gonna go away from Brett for a while and try to create a new big time star, why aren't you going with Razor yeah. in fall of '94? Well, I have a theory for that. <laughs> uh, Vince worked himself into a shoot and thought he was a minority. <laughs> so you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I- yeah, yeah, that's probably the reason we don't need the Latino uh, demographic power. You know, um, that guy Vince, he's from Minnesota. I mean, hey. I I don't think, and I could be wrong. I don't think he had the issues that early, or if they did, they weren't as pronounced as they would definitely be in WCW. I mean, if he did, he was pals with Sean. It yeah. didn't matter; they were irrelevant. So, like, yeah, I just, I just don't see why Razor didn't get the the chance. He was super over. He's big enough. He's the same size as Hogan. Like, uh, I would have given him a shot at least. It's that crazy thing of, like, he should have gotten a shot. You, we just, We're watching uh, the Coliseum video of Razor Ramon on the background, and he just won the IC title from uh, Rick, Ma- Rick Mattel, and the crowd just loses it. Yeah, that's an iconic shirt that that guy was holding, by the way. Uh, maybe the most divisive shirt in the history of pro wrestling People either think it's the ugliest fucking thing they've ever seen in their life, or they just kind of, they want it for some reason. I'm in the, I want it for some reason. I'm okay with it. It's not a good looking shirt. I'll I'll get it. Uh, It's a total product of its time, but. The uh, place that I'm getting the uh, CM Punk shorts, they came out of that for a little bit. And I honestly think they're going to come back with some few other ones soon. Uh, There's one place that sells the Razor shorts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I was like, damn, if if I could. Um, but yeah, I'd have given him a shot in late 94. Diesel didn't work out. You don't know until you try, but I don't think Hull would have done any worse, but probably have been a little better, but they had, but see, here's the thing. They had to go to Diesel because Vincent had already got Sean in his mind and that made the perfect sense storyline wise. So you got to do what you got to do, but a really nice, uh, Bret Hart, uh, Bret Hart posted something on 
Facebook and whatever. Yeah, I went back um, and I just watched the '93 Rumble match. It's a good match. Yeah, the King of the Ring one's better, but the '90 the Rumble is is good. No, yeah. Brett. Uh, shockingly, Brett pulls out the best matches and most opponents. You don't say. Yeah, because I mean, those two are two of of Razor's better WF matches. Bright Hart's always right. Yeah, no, we've we've learned that. We've learned that. Yeah, we've unfortunately learned it's, that. It's that crazy thing of the fact of even and when he, you know. Even when he jumped ship to WCW, the fact that he's the first guy, you know, he's the outsider, you know, and then NWO starts nothing. You know what I mean? Like he does, you know, he he does his outsiders with Nash TV title. uh, But like when he when he gets the chance for the heavyweight, it's well, Goldberg's the champion now. Yeah, it's too little too late. He, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with being the third guy in a group that has all three heavy hitters. No. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with being that dude. Um, and that was him, for better or worse. Um, you know, you had Hogan, who was definitely going to hog the world title scene. And you knew if Hogan was going to step out of the way, Nash was going to get the next shot because he was the former champion. Step right in. He had the, the credentials. He had the year-long reign in New mm-hmm. York. So you just kind of had to deal with it. So, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I, mine's going to be an entirely different Okay, that's fine. That's fine. No, weird yellow vest with the purple. I like it. I was thinking about something earlier today. Yeah. Scott Hall has one of these, and it's one of a handful of moments that changed professional wrestling. Yeah. So there's when he goes on a nitro, it changes the business. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Gator Scott Hall and the NWA in 1989. No, no. Okay. No. Also wasn't the Diamond Stud. Also wasn't that. Pro, yeah, we gave way to Skinner. How can you How can you downplay it? So I was like, what else is there with that? That just change, like, WrestleMania, yeah, you could say WrestleMania, but that's not really a moment. That changed the game? That changed wrestling. Um... Uh, the Skullin throwing the towel in for Backlund, where Iron Sheik wins the title because it's it, that's what started Hogan's. Mm-hmm. So December twenty sixth, eighty three is a historic moment. That, do, you, do you think Tyson Austin? Yes, because up. I mean, you got to remember up until Tyson, WF was still firmly number two in that war, and it was the start of the Austin Tyson shit that. Really started it. Bischoff talked about it years later, not in real time. I was originally like years later when he was talking about. It, he was like, "Ooh, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big deal." Yep. Uh, <laughs> we can't we can't counter that. The Montreal screw job moment. Well, that changed two companies forever. So yeah, you know that's the problem. Is I think the attitude era. There was nothing wrong with the era itself, except for there were too many historic moments right on top of each other. Bang, 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 and then you're you're just exhausted. You're like, "Holy shit." What's left? But, uh, I, I, it's that crazy thing that at the time it was all WWF, but when WCW does it with Hall coming through the crowd, stopping the match, and then start semi being Razor Ramon because uh, they quickly changed yeah. that. In uh, in the summer of '94, Hogan will tell you he made a huge impact in WWF. He didn't. He, yeah, no, he, not as much as he Not as much to. as Hall did in 96. Like, I mean, he made a difference in their pay-per-view buy rates. But he, but Hogan didn't make a huge difference in the in the TV ratings. Nope. Um, attendance certainly went up in certain places. Like, they were able to do Europe 
tours more consistently. They didn't, but they could, they could. They Hogan sold on those. Up to Japan once, I think. But he didn't move. I mean, in the South, he was actually a negative draw for WCW, uh-huh. which you thought would happen. But at the same time, you can't you can't call it a mistake, obviously, because it was a necessary lose for you to gain a few more. But no, I'd, I'd say the May twenty seventh, nineteen ninety six. That's. Uh, I mean, it, for a lot of Is people, it? myself included, that's like maybe the. Biggest day in wrestling history for my fans. I think for me it is. Um, I think most of us here could probably recite most of that promo. Um, you know who I am, but you don't. And I'm not going to go off on a long tangent. I'm uh, here. Someone else doesn't need to say that on an upcoming show. I better not. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> it was a tribute. Or a tribute to an ice pick to your face. Um, <laughs> I, I, t- I can say this about me. The, like One thing that it... I'm guessing the Tyson thing is bigger to you. It is because of that. But yeah. what I was, um, uh, about Hall, when I got into wrestling, I honestly believe Hall's Razor Ramon was the first person I had eyes on. Yeah. Then, you know, you're one of a thousand people who have said that this week. Uh, because there's no, there's no wonder why Vince McMahon, when he, they inducted him into the Hall of Fame, it was as Razor Ramon mm-hmm. and not Scott Hall. Kevin Nash went in as Kevin Nash. Which I agree with. It should have been Razor Ramon. Yeah. But Razor Ramon is one of Vince's proudest creations. He loves that character. Should be. Taker is his all-time bread and yep. butter. But Razor Ramon, for some reason. And then um, T.L. Yeah. Hopper, of course. Yeah. yeah. And the goon. Um, he just, he always loved that character. Uh, and <laughs> Didn't and, get it, but he loved Hall, it. <laughs> Hall pulled it off like nobody could. So, yeah, no. Uh, everybody, I've seen this uh, retweeted a thousand times. Razor Ramon may have not been your first favorite wrestler, but he was one of the next ones. Because yep. once you lay eyes on Razor Ramon, you're it, like, that's fucking cool as shit. In, in the world of weird-ass gimmicks, in the current day, right? Let's yeah. just say, in, the, in 1993, 94, he's Razor Ramon. Do you think that name can be pulled off? No, that's today? racist as hell. No, no. that's racist as hell. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, you know what tweet or what version of a tweet I've seen a billion times this week since he passed away? Are Latino people saying like Scott Hall was so fucking cool that when we found out he wasn't Latino, we didn't care. He was ours anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, guys, talk about how their parents are Latino and. Razor Ramon is their favorite character of all time. They don't care what he is. It's like that—that that was their dude. Like, because uh, it's weird. Like the genesis of the character is pretty racist, which is on brand for WWF. But his portrayal was not. No, no, not at all. He was just doing Tony Montana. He, he was he, doing yeah, he just, Scarface. <laughs> he was That's, Tony Montana. Yeah. You know, he's from Miami. <laughs> he wasn't from some, you know, pick a Latin country. He's from Miami. I remember one of the. Uh, Interviews with him in the later years, he'd be like, I was just doing Tony Montana, but Vince didn't get it. And I asked, have you ever seen Scarface? And he's like, uh, what's Scarface, Pally? And I was like, have you heard of James Bond, Vince? I mean, Jesus. Like, And yeah. the answer is probably, probably not. No. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Jesus, like, man. I was just doing that. And let's give credit, and we're going to give credit to him later for another thing. But let's get Razor Ramon look. Let's give credit to Diamond Dallas Page. In WCW, when Scott Hall came back in, he's like, look, we got to update this look. You got this mustache. It's 91. That ain't cool anymore. You got that long, like, brownish hair. We need to, like, dye your hair black, slick it back, give you that Superman curly cue thing, and keep a 5 o'clock shadow. 
update the look, man. And Vince always called Razor Ramon one of his greatest creations. And it's like, Diamond Dallas in per interview has, has had problems with that. He's like, tell me one difference between Razor Ramon and the Diamond Stud other than the outfit. Like, I created that look. Vince didn't do shit. Sounds like some sour grapes. A couple pounds. It's true, though. It's a couple it's pounds, you know, like, you know. And that was a lot of the lawsuit later on was like, look, he look at the character that, you know, videotapes. Look at the diamond stud. Sure, he doesn't have razors on his tights, but that's the only difference. Yeah. Uh, I, I brought this up to Booble, but I think it's an easy question. When you think of Scott Hall, mm-hmm. WWF or WCW? For me, WCW. Yeah, for me, too. And I watched him in real time, and he was Which one of crazy. my, and he was one of my favorites in WWF. It's just that, I mean, look at what we just said. His most famous moment is, is walking out on Nitro, starting that revolution. Like, I mean, we just we literally all just talked about how it was the right idea to induct him as Razor Ramon, yeah. in the WWE Hall of Fame, yeah. But it's, it's he's known. To Scott Hall, and I think to more people than Razor Ramon. Well, which it, is weird. It's that crazy thing, yeah. Because at the height of wrestling in the '90s, he was Scott Hall. He was Scott he Hall. Razor Ramon. He was inducted as Razor Ramon, but then he was la- later inducted as Scott Hall for the NWO. For the NWO, yeah. Um, how lucky? But yet six. How lucky are, are, are is Scott Hall and the fans and family that? He was able to get clean and, and more sober and get to have those two Hall of Fame inductions. It was it was great to get I, to, uh, to get his flowers a little bit. So is it say. weird? I don't give a shit about the fan aspect. I'm happy yeah. for him. Yeah. I, I'm happy for him because he deserved to have that moment where he could remember it and enjoy right? it. We because uh, he earned it. Me and the producer talked about this because we were we were talking <laughs> about the the day you know the night of his passing and. We were discussing about how an impact that Scott Hall gave. The fact that all the love and, you know, support on Twitter and any social media site there, you know, the, you know, you know, sorry, you know, rest in peace, bad guy, this, that, right? And we were talking, like, he made an impact and the producer was like, I'm, I was, I'm really happy that we got like 10 more years out of him. Yep. We watched a 30 for 30 of Scott Hall. It was the before. Uh, him getting help, like it was during the time of him getting help with DDP. Yep. And there's the just the genesis of it. I and they, I, sh- I was saying they show a video of him supposed to be going to. He was booked for an indie show, and oh, he I think I know this got one. super drunk and like drugged up, and he got to the hospital. What he did was he's making the show, so he drugged up, alcohol up. Just it leaves the hospital, shows up at the uh, event with the wristband still on the wrist, comes out in street clothes, slow and you know drugged up. Oh, it's painful and, to watch. And he does his up. little. He does like the boom, 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 and it damn it just stumbles. Yep. And just seeing that, and then where he got to after with the help of DDP. So this is one instance where DDP does I'll get credit. Yeah. Scott Hall, or DDP does get the credit here. He he saved his life in 2012. Uh, that that man was going to die. Yeah. And uh, he got help through DDP, so more power to DDP. He's doing it for Buff Bagwell right now. Look, I hate Buff Bagwell, but I don't want to see one die. So hope it works. Yeah, tell the kid he hit with the car. Oh, was there a kid in that? Fuck Buff Bagwell. Was it? Yeah, he ran over a kid. I thought he just hit a barricade. He hit a kid. Oh, well, that changes Fuck things. Fuck Buff Bagwell. That changes things. 
Well, we're not. We're talking about Scott Hall. That's so, a little close to me. So yeah. Uh, so it's good that he got that. He team got help. Yeah, it's, and it, you know, it was it was one of those things of when it came up of you when the behind the scenes footage comes up of any show recently. Hall's there. Hall's helping out with the NXT before they changed it to what it was is he now. He loved going down to NXT and helping. I. For the life of me, I can't understand why they didn't offer him a job once he was sober and, and stayed sober. It, it's you know what I mean. It's Prove that, it first, and then we'll see. It's that weird thing of that. Basically, Waltman, Nash, and Hall would always go down the NXT to help. You know, the Click <laughs> yeah. would go out and help. And, and I hate to say, but the wrong member of the Click stayed around, and <laughs> yeah. Sean didn't. Oh, you didn't know? No, Sean. No. Sean hasn't been great when it comes to being the the guy in charge. Yeah. Well, the forty five minute fuck fests and yeah, it's like I loved it and when Sean did it every once in a while, but he he agent said that's every match and it's every show and it's and like, unfortunately uh, he no longer has the Adam Coles to do that. Yeah, so and it was getting old with those guys. <laughs> so I was like, maybe Scott that would have been cool because Hall would have like he just has this like innate ability to connect to an audience mm-hmm. that you can teach a little bit. You can't teach everything. You just, some people just have it, but there's a way to present yourself in front of a camera that I think he could have helped a lot of the young guys do. And in this company, like he knows how to do it in this company. And he would have been the best guy for one thing. He is the standing exception to one rule. If you have it, you just have it, right? You can't learn it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wrong. He learned it. He went eight years in his career without having much charisma, much, you know, like, he just didn't have that. The ooing machismo, as but they he, say. But he learned it, mm-hmm. and he never left him after it's, that. So, like, there's a example, example when the network came out, they were doing, like, behind the scenes of NXT, when they're trying to do a NXT show for the network. And one of the things, it was uh, Apollo Crews mm-hmm. and how Apollo Crews in promos just couldn't get it. And then they show Scott Hall telling him, like, hey, man, you just have to do this. You just got to, you know, be, I remember seeing that, yeah. be like, more serious, be more straight. Just I, be yourself. Don't. Th- no, go ahead. I think he worked with Baron Corbin, too. Yeah. And I think Corbin took tart a little more than maybe. So you just can't sometimes, I guess, learn it, but. But there's like the, you know, it's just that crazy thing of he, he learned it, but the latter part, you would, you would never notice that he learned it. Like the, one of the infamous things is the, you know, the scene of the NWO doing the promo and it's, you know, he's just, and the NWO is just too sweet. And then somebody throws a water, uh, like a drink at him. It hits him in the head. And what does he do? Just zooms up to the camera and. Slicks the hair back. Doesn't even sell it. Doesn't even blink. Just like a million bucks. My hair was perfect. That's not one of the guys you want to run in on a ring. No. Because they'll beat the living shit out of you. Well, also, <laughs> let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, you know, the, one of the main reasons, there's there's multiple, and you know, I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist or whoever the fuck else with this. But, you know, there was an incident in the early 80s at a bar in Florida. Where he was involved in a tussle and accidentally a gun went off and killed the other guy. Because uh, the other guy had the gun and he was trying to wrestle it from him and you know protect himself. And it went off. But still, you know, guy died. 
and it did a it did a number on him. It fucked him up. It fucked his head up. You know, he, for years he struggled with the fact that he killed a guy, and you know that led to some of those, as Jim Ross would call them, those demons. That is ridiculous, right? Some of them demons. That's a load. Where, as we said, <laughs> we're watching the Coliseum of Scott Hall, and he just uh, razor edged. Uh, Brian Clark. He's cr- he was crazy. And this is strong. this is when Brian Clark was bigger as Adam Bomb, not yeah, <laughs> not yeah, yeah. No, he's crazy strong. Damn. But you know that led to some of those issues. Uh, you know that's I can only imagine what you would go through mentally if something like that happened. You know, I don't know. Never killed a guy. So hopefully it's something. You know that was something that he paid a price for. Um. What when you think of Razor Ramon? Like, what's your favorite match? Uh, Ladder match. Yeah, which one? SummerSlam or ten? Oh, ten. Ten. I think ten's better than SummerSlam. Ten. Which ten. apparently is a hot take, I guess. Uh, these days it is. Most people prefer ninety-five. Uh, one of the matches I like. Uh, it's it's talked about, but it's sometimes forgotten. It's when he puts over Waltman. Yeah. On Raw. It's, it's a classic. Because he, he puts over the one, two, three kid. Oh, it's a classic moment. Oh, a classic and match. then. Well, no, it's not a classic match, but it's no, a classic mo- moment. It's a moment. But, you know, it goes back to when WCW, when he uh, takes the loss to Jericho because he's trying to put Jericho over. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. He was supposed to win. But they're in their corner and he's like, roll me up. And it's just like. I, I might be wrong. I might be on my own, on my own but I'm just. It's like this. Nash and Hall don't get as much credit as they deserve for trying to, even though they're looking out for themselves, that's number one, but they're also trying to help the business out yeah. in the time. No, it's... it's the, well, Hall more so than Nash. Uh, well, yeah, but Nash... <laughs> uh, and it's, this, is, this, is, this is a bone of contention for me because Hall should get equal credit on this. But Nash did a lot with the guaranteed contracts. And... Uh, that helped all the boys. You can't argue that. Yeah. Because even WWF had to start giving guaranteed contracts. We're going to lose everybody. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they did a lot for him in that way. And, yeah, they may have not wanted to win the or lose the big matches. But and that's then, wrestling. You know, on a personal level for me, uh, one of his biggest contributions to the business is coming up with the Crow character for Sting. Yeah. Yeah. That No set. I mean, Sting posted about it. You know, he... Helped me with his legendary Scott Hall magic. And that's one thing people don't give him. There, It became popular to just put him down for the issues in the late 90s, especially. But when clean and sober, everybody says he had one of, not the best mind for the business. Like, he was a s- super smart about how what you should do. Um, Waltman said that when they would all travel together in that big van, all five members of the clique, six if you count Just Incredible, that they would just talk bit, they would talk wrestling. They would talk the business. And they said, in a van full of smart motherfuckers about this business, he was the smartest. <laughs> Why do I feel like the two not participating all of that conversation were Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels? <laughs> yeah. They were talking about other stuff. <laughs> like Triple H and Walt and Razor, I could see talking about the business. <laughs> the other ones, yeah, I don't know if Shawn cares a whole lot. Shawn was talking about what Brad he was going to try to bring. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or if Sonny's coming. Nash uh, is checking his bank account. All right, Corey, what some matches as we... Continue with the matches. Uh, you know, you guys. I mean, you guys named the classics. Yeah. Uh, the the ladder, both ladder matches with Sean. There's an even better. Well, it's it's a singles match. It's not a ladder match, so it's a different type. But there's a really awesome 
Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon match from Raw on August 1st, 94, I think. It's Shawn's first match since WrestleMania 10. And he doesn't look like he's missed a beat, and they had just a fucking hell of a match on Raw. Uh, there's also the kid match, but there's also... We just watched Kyle the Hall versus Austin at eighteen. We're talk. No, we'll talk about it. It's not one of those vaunted ones. Um, <laughs> the match where he wins the Intercontinental Title, uh, beating Rick Martel, is a is a classic one. The Bret Hart matches, the Action Zone Tag Match from uh, October thirtieth or thirty first. Action Zone. Yeah, it's uh, Diesel and Sean against Razor and the Kid for the tag belts, and it was like nothing. I don't know how to explain this to you guys. It was like nothing you've ever seen before in WWF. These four just put on the, the bell started and they just started working. It was it was the equivalent of a Young Bucks match in 1994. Is it what we call uh, the uh, genesis of click on click action? That- yes, yeah, too. But they just I mean, it was nonstop. Although Diesel was sleeping for half of it. Because, you know, storyline purposes, Sean accidentally knocks him out with a super kick, and he's just out and cold. Sean wrestles the other two for, like, ten minutes. But it's fucking awesome, and everybody plays their part perfectly. That is a classic match. And um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of that. I mean, it's not, for me, it's not necessarily about Hall, but it's the War Grants from 96. Yeah. Great storytelling. And Hall's, I mean, who, who starts it with Anderson? Who's the first one in? I mean, Jesus Christ, on that team, you'd better put Hall in first. I mean, Carry know. the load. Uh, look at this. This is, this is my era. Look at that that outfit. This is so fucking awesome. It's WrestleMania. This is a ladder match from 10, folks. WrestleMania 10. Um, and Diesel in the almost never seen again all chrome outfit. That's fine. Yeah. Well, they don't need to. <laughs> Super Shredder was a couple years ago, guys. We don't need to bring it back. <laughs> um, I, I would say another match for like WCW. It's the Bash of the Beach. Yeah, the who's, man. The, who's the third man? Who is it? Who uh, is it? I just watched it before. I just watched it before you guys Honestly, came in. Watch from May twenty seven ninety six to about September, whatever the hell fall brawl. Just kind of watch that entire summer. Yeah, it's Scott mad. Hall is a it's, giant part of it and one of the better it, parts it, of it. it. It's magic. It's one of those things that I was watching, rewatched Bash the Beach uh, before you guys showed up because I was just put on some Scott Hall stuff, and it's just. The tone of the match is different. The tone of who's the third man, but it's just like he's here. here. He's here. He'll be here if he wants. You know, we got enough right here. Yeah, we We got enough right here. It's like, and just loving the fact of the commentary, Tony. Like, what the hell does that mean? You know, like, listen here, scheme gene. Don't worry about it. Just send the whole locker room. You know what I mean? Like, when it's just that crazy. It's just the. You know, just that silhouette coming through that walkway. I've seen that a thousand times because of this fucking show. And it's just people gravitate oh, to him. That's a big match outfit with that outfit. Is. Right, right. You this don't one. wear that on TV every week. That's a big fucking match outfit. That dude. gold vest. The gold vest. Well, Holy no, fucking is. hell. How many times have you done that, Corey? Walking on the ladder? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how many times have I done that at work? Everybody <laughs> does the Scott Hall or the Jeff Hardy, but I do the Scott Hall. I, I do, do the, the Scott Hall. Hall. I do yeah. the Hall. Under the ladder. Hell yeah. Hall and, you know, the... The his the way he moves the hey yo survey says one more what for the bad guy what other uh, chico what other mm-hmm. aspect of life would it ever be okay to say someone oozes machismo <laughs> right that's fucking gross I am <laughs> oozing machismo it's so disgusting <laughs> I'm sad you need the help sir. of wrestling you need help wonderful <laughs> I'm sad we never got the uh, 
the the Randy Savage Razor Ramon one on one match on because when he comes into the WF in '92, he's feuding with Savage, mm-hmm. or who's more macho? Yeah, and they never did. They did a tag match at Survivor Series, but never got a one on one match. The, the one regret I, th- I I mean I, he he talked about it. He regretted it was the uh, the gold dust angle that never happened. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uncomfortable. In, he was in the times, as we would say. And he got work to do a shoot. Yeah. The other guys yeah. needling him. Got him all worked up, which in those days in early 96 with the booze didn't take a lot. So so that's a bummer that we didn't get kind of the payoff to that. Yeah. Because that would have been a phenomenal match. Uh, I just saw a video, <laughs> and we just watched it a couple months ago when uh, for the Monday Night War stories when, uh, when the Hall and Ash come back. And they're in the back with me and Gene, and uh, they're Hall and Nash are arguing over who's their real boss. It's like, hey man, if you uh, Nash is like, I'm going to pinch you so hard, <laughs> or double dare you. <laughs> but, yeah, that's some of my favorite Scott Hall stuff is is outside the ring. Even though I loved his matches, he's I think he was a great working big man when he was on mm-hmm. straight. But I love the, just the outside stuff, not just the outsiders, but just the stuff outside the ring. Um. I, I saw uh, a thing from uh, Bubba Ray. As, uh, it was a shoot. It was one that it was Hall's uh, shoot interview. Oh, yeah. And they bring up that uh, Hall's in the uh, goes to WWF and awesome. meets up with the Dudleys and say, like, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. And Hall's like, can't wait to kick out of the 3D. Yeah. And Devon just kind of chuckled. But Bubba was like gobsmacked and never got over it. Like years later, like five years later. They're at some convention or something, and he's like, man, man, you never, remember you said you'd kick out of the 3D? He was, like, still on it. Like, Hall was just doing it to fuck with him. He's like, I got him on the hook, and sure enough, five years later, it's still on Bubba Ray's head. Hall's like, who are you? <laughs> like, who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, Bubba. Um, no, I love the, the sense of humor. Like, the, uh, like, when someone, like, did a, a dom- or the, the teardrop suplex that Sean used. Uh, he's like, God, nice finisher. Did you get dirty digging that one up? Because it hadn't been done since the 60s. Pritchard told the story really early on this podcast. I can't remember the guy he was talking about. It was somebody with Scott Hall in their pay. He was fucking with them and saying <laughs> how much money he was making. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember. And he walked him into a shoot, and the guy ran to the office and got in Vince's face. And Vince was like, you think we're paying him how much? <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> he almost was ready to fight Vince McMahon and leave over pay that wasn't real. Oh, Scott Hall was the shit stirrer. There is no doubt about that. Oh, can you imagine him and Owen Hart together? Uh, they were Dude, good friends. Jesus Christ. They met in Japan in the you late just 80s. stay away from yeah. them or get on their good side because holy best, hell, dude. Because I guess the best thing was Owen would come up with these ribs, but Scott would facilitate it. He'd start the, the of shit stir. I mean, of course <laughs> he would. Like, so the thing is, like, like Scott is, like, the perfect, like, shit stirrer because, like, when you look at Owen Hart, he's a grown adult, but you can beat his ass. You're not beating the fuck out of Scott Hall. No, no, so no. It's like, what you're going to do, get mad at Scott Hall? He's like, hey, yo, I'll just try, beat the shit out of you, dude. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, stuff like that, man. And, and he would do that same shit in WCW. <laughs> of course, the favorite nation's contract. God damn, that's genius. That's fantastic. Uh, everybody's like, I can't believe the Outsiders uh, were okay with Bret Hart coming in. It meant they got a pay bump. They were perfectly fine with Bret Hart coming in. <laughs> they, you they didn't have a problem with Bret when Shaw wasn't there. Yeah, they were right? fine with Bret. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and over. Yep. Again, this is probably the most iconic outfits of black because of this match. Yeah, I believe uh, Dax 
Dash uh, Dax uh, said that he they he posted a photo of him with Randy the FT was one yeah and they had their gears like this yeah it was oh. a tribute for uh, Razor Razor I for suspect like a, there'll be some uh, Hall tributes on oh, the yeah. old Dynamite tonight. there there have been on uh, Kevin Owens did everything in his power to put in as many Scott Hall references on Raw as he could he did he started the night with a hey yo he uh. So, so, oh, he when Rollins was bitching that he didn't have a WrestleMania match and it wasn't fair, he's like, look, tough times don't last, but tough guys do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they did. <laughs> it was, yeah, they did a lot of that. I know AEW will probably do, you know, the photo, the remembrance of uh, yeah, I'm sure they will. Paul, which they do for almost anybody that passes away in the wrestling. Uh, one thing that, like, it's one of those things that, like, this... You know, hurts a little bit more is like when they show like you know when Hall's at the pearly gates being welcomed by all welcomed the other by wrestlers. all the dead guys, yeah. and it's just like you look at the rock, like you look at all the wrestlers that they that they put, and it's like Eddie, ah, he yeah, it's be, just like so many, so many that shouldn't be there yet. God you know, it's just like Eddie, rude, macho. It's like damn, yeah. No, it's. It's rough. It hit me really hard. I was like, God. And, I, and I've been mentally preparing for 15 years, you know? It's like, with all the shit he went through, I was like, man, he's going to die anytime now. The, uh, I think we talked about it off air. And spoiler alert, we're going to do this uh, at some point. We're going to re-debut a, a podcast. But I don't think he's in any of our top tens. No. But that does not mean that we don't respect the hell out of him. He's not one of our favorites of all time. It's It's weird. crazy to think about. So he's not in my top 10 favorite wrestlers. If I'm going to watch matches, he's not far out of the top 10. I'll be honest with you, but he's not in the top 10. But in terms of most influential wrestlers that have impacted me, he's top five. Easy. Um, I wrote that on the, you know, that him and Nash were so important to me growing up because they, I just saw them and I was like, God damn, those are cool motherfuckers. Everything I wasn't and knew I never could be. I just channeled through them as best I as I could. I could never wear that Canadian tuxedo he wore on no, Nitro. I was no, chance. Saying, no, hell no chance. No chance I could wear that. Of, Joe could wear that. De- well, Joe might be Joe could pull off. that off. I think I could. I Joe, thought about it. Can you be the medium-sized man? Right? Oh, I, I, I can, probably can. So give me, like, I will work out and eat my vitamins and say my prayers. That's a different stuff. guy. No, don't become that guy. No, 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 no. no. Hear me <laughs> out, though. No. I'm not going to say. He's going to pump iron, dog. No, I'll be pump iron, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Shot, shot. I think you're full. And then uh, I will be uh, rocking the shirtless, hairless Canadian tuxedo look. <laughs> oh, please do. It'll be a fabulous day. I, I will try. Uh, so I, had, I wanted to see something, and I looked it up. Uh, September 27th, 1991, at a WCW TV taping. The first team, the first teaming up of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. As the Diamond Stud and Oz took mm. on Tommy Rich and like Richard Morton or something like Could that. Did they win? I probably not. Well, there's that because <laughs> it's Oz. It was in Macon, Georgia. Don't <laughs> you know oh. that? No. Nope. But, uh, <laughs> but I was like, wow. I was like, did they ever team up in WWE before? Oz. Yes, they did. God. There you go. And that's of course, that's of course where they met. And I think you can't think of Scott Hall without thinking of Kevin Nash. They're mm-hmm. so intertwined. I think so. It's like it's like a. Triple H, Shawn Michaels. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. when you think of one, you will always think of the other. Um, you fucked Marty Jannetty, I guess. 
Or one, two, three kid. You can put you can put Waltman in it, you know. <laughs> Janetti and Kid and Waltman were a good team, but beside the point. Uh, is there Corey? I'm yeah. I'm blanking right now, but Not a good WCW Hall match. I'm trying to honestly think. <coughs> There's plenty of okay ones. Yeah. There's plenty of good oh, outsiders tags. That's a lot of shit on there. Yeah. Oh boy. There's plenty of good Outsiders tag matches. There were some okay, like, Luger Hall I mean, singles matches. I mean, the first, the match against Goldberg the night he won the title wasn't terrible. Yeah, and the latter match in January it sold out is with Goldberg is a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I always remember this, but I love that match. Uh, or the Nitro right before that match, he's in a ladder match with Bigelow. And the elbow pad that he always wore on the left arm. Uh, the outsider blood dripping, like stitching, was coming off, and underneath it was the gold razor Ramon elbow pad. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, "Oh, look at that little flashback!" Um, oh, here comes the iconic moment everybody remembers from this match: there it is. The, the yeah. splash off the ladder from Sean. But yeah, it's like perfect camera shot. As we're continuing with the Ugh. war stories, it's just like it's even though. It's just like, it's just that it's messed up how they keep bringing up Scott Hall. And we talked about it on the last week's episode. Well, in all fairness, they're not doing it on purpose. Uh, it's Nash. It's just two but, people directly not listening to a director. Is it on purpose when they do the uh, four-pole match and one of the one of the gifts inside the crate is a Scott Hall photo? Bro, it's funny. Bro. Yeah. Bro. It's like once he got his foot ran over, it's just then they did him dirty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of the trolling jobs, I, the reason he lost his job is because, uh, and I was going to talk about this on the War Stories anyway, but let's just, we're doing this thing. So we'll do both. Yeah. So he's released in October of 2000, mm-hmm. uh, same as Bret Hart. And the reason Scott Hall's let go is because they've wanted to get rid of him for years because of his issues. Yeah. But they couldn't because that damn lawsuit was still going. But that lawsuit was wrapped in like August or September of 2000. So, so he knew. There's no reason to keep Scott <laughs> yeah. Hall around. He's just a, nope. a problem. Yeah. So, and it, when they used to have to do video depositions, yeah, I mean, even up through like a year after they were already there, they would ask him questions. And when they would leave out the room, he would just turn to the camera and be like, Hey, Vince, how you doing, man? Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. Just talk to him on the phone. Uh, he didn't want to leave. Neither one of them did. That's the one thing. His troll job, uh, that last night in Madison Square Garden, famously, he came out to the, the song. Curtain call. Yeah, he came out to the song Give Me One Reason by uh, Tracy Chapman. Because he Tracy. didn't want. I hate Tracy Chapman. Yeah, well, I'm just saying he didn't want to leave, and that was just like, Give me one reason. Give me one reason well, to stay. Give they, me a few they, million reasons to stay. Well, yeah, there's that. But like <laughs> Nash and Hall have come out multiple times going, we wanted to stay. It's just we were trying to provide for our families. And what we were making and doing was not doing the job. No. But when WCW can guarantee us this amount, Vince, what do you do? Well, have fun, pal. I mean, you'd be a fool turned down. You'd be an absolute fool. I don't blame them at all for leaving because they didn't want to. No, they knew where, they knew where their best chance of long success was, and they were right. You know, um, but best thing in the world they left because if not for them, I mean, it helped both we companies. S- we could still be having a. I mean, it helped NXT both companies. characters in real main roster. There's a chance. 
I mean, there's a chance, obviously, that maybe a year or two later, somebody, Bret Hart maybe, uh, does what they do. Maybe the, maybe the Montreal screw job is the impetus for guaranteed contracts. You know what I mean? Or, or we don't know that. Do maybe we? it's Taker that leaves. Yeah, but we don't know that. So right now, we got to give those guys the credit. They're the ones who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, They're the ones that took the leap of faith. They, they bet on themselves. Yep. They bet on themselves and won. But not only that, but yeah, he... Look, he was with Sting in the locker room, and he's like, Yo, you know what you should... Do you ever seen The Crow? And Steve's like, no. He's like, it's just like white face paint with like black lines and shit. It's spooky. And then I'm not telling you to still Taker's gimmick, but still Taker's gimmick. <laughs> Which might be why there's some heat between Taker. He never wanted that match. That's because Sting did it better. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's cranky because Sting did kind of steal the gimmick. I'm better. Sort of Vampiro, though. Look at that. I'm not going to lie. Well, uh, uh, one of my favorite Nitro moments is. Yeah. For some reason, the hall vomiting <laughs> on Bischoff. You don't care about me, big man. Nobody cares about me. I mean, if we're talking about that, I mean, the one that sticks out to me outside of him showing up, which, I mean, mm-hmm. just an all-time, all-time. It's where they beat up all the wrestlers in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is just an iconic. He's the one that throws iconic down the bat. Iconic episode. The, yeah. uh, the outsiders are attacking. They're attacking him back. Nash does the lawn dart to Ray. But Macho's never seen again. <laughs> but Hall beats up everybody with the bat. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were the they were the the first cool heels. Yep, they were. It felt because they were clearly bad guys, but the fans loved the Does that make, shit out of them. Does that make him ultra unique? Because he was also like in the early nineties, Razor Ramon was like the cool bad guy to like. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Like, people just like, like Scott Hall, man. <laughs> if you think about it, if you think about it, like what you said, Corey. Who was the first bad guy who was a heel to like? Yeah, from I mean, for me, it's Macho Man, but when I first started, but he was a heel. He was a face when I first started watching, but yeah. going back and looking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a lot Scott of people. It's, a lot of people say it's Scott Hall, probably. Uh, and thank God they turned him face with that kid thing because he came in in 92 and immediately feuding with Savage. Huge deal. Cost him the world title. Main event, well, the the, the pushed main event on TV no. of a tag match with him and Flair against Savage and perfect, but then and then he As gets opposed to what Brett and Sean for the title yeah, and then gets uh, surprisingly gets the world title match with Brett at the Rumble, but that's because they weren't going with Flair and it was like who else do we go with well, we'll go with Scott Hall we'll go with Razor which I love to this day I still remember because he was still into the thick Tony Montana accent. And would call Owen Hart Rosket. Hey, Rosket man. Because I remember Vince is interviewing Owen in the in the locker room. They're sitting in foldable chairs. And then all of a sudden, you just see a big arm come out and clothesline Owen out of the chair. And he's like, hey, Rosket, your daddy teach you that one, man? And then oh, he starts kicking, God. your daddy teach you that one? And Vince is like, oh, somebody get in here and stop this division. What a maneuver. Yep. One of the, uh, but then after that, they do nothing with him. He just flander, flounders. He wrestles Bob Backlund at WrestleMania 9. Yeah, that's unfortunate. In a match that's like five minutes. Uh, don't watch that one, guys. Yeah. Don't, and don't then he's just, he's a non-factor on TV until the kid thing again. He's, he's interfering in main events on the house show loop for two months straight. 
because they're doing Bret Hart and Luger, and they don't want a definitive winner. Yeah. Mm. So Razor comes in to help Luger, who's still the narcissist at the time. And then Razor ends up getting his ass kicked by Bret to end the show, right? That was just what they were doing. And, you know, he's the good brother. Good brother. He's a bad, you know, he's the bad guy. It was like uh, I saw a thing of uh, uh, Scott Hall being Razor Ramon on the Jerry Springer show talking to kids. Yeah, the two kids who were big fans of his that had AIDS. And Hall legitimately gives away the title and he calls Pritchard after the show. and's like, so yeah, I'm going to need a new Intercontinental title. Oh, that pissed Vince off. He just he just gives the title to the kids. He's like, you can have it first, but you're gonna have to f- share it, Chico's. <laughs> but like one, there's that once again that he's looking at what's best for the business, the business, that and makes for the, the business kids look better. You hey, you can have my real belt. Here you go. They can make me a new one. Oh, and also uh, told them they were gonna fly them in, them and the families into WrestleMania that year, and put them up in a hotel and all that. That's a that's a cool video. I've forgotten about it. I'd, I'd seen it God years ago, but I'd forgotten about it. Um, boom. But it's like you know, the, it's we were talking about like the melee in the back, and like one of the things we critiqued on the Monday Night War stories is the episode of when it's like the cops in the ringside in the ring holding the, gun. holding the guns, the they guns. have the bats, and then you know the rest of the locker room is. Afraid of the guys with the bats, and it's just like just outnumber that, you know. Like we critique that moment, but it's like I, there's still a moment there. Like they have bats, I they knock your head off. I remember Kevin Nash doing an interview later talking about that. And he's like, "That's when we first knew it was a, it was in trouble." He's like, "We were only there. That's like our, you know, we've been there a month maybe, and the angle hasn't really got started yet. But the crowd totally believed that the, these two guys from New York could beat this entire fucking roster and cops." He's like, "That was that's always a bad sign." We knew there was this was fucked, and we talked about that. Yeah, yep. um, <laughs> I like the, the 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 just oddball shit. I like the the nitro from Spring Break where him and, and Nash come out in their Hawaiian shirts and jump into the pool instead of getting beat up. <laughs> like that's uh, a, I just like that. Stuff. How was his? Um, how was Hall's TNA days when he was like the kings of the Elvis or whatever? Um, the, those ones, not so great. He was definitely past it yeah. by 2005. But the 2002, uh, honestly, he's pretty damn good. He's fresh off the WWE firing, there, and they debut. And he's there for most of the rest of 2002, and then gone by the end of it. But that time, he's pretty good. He looks to be still motivated. I think he wanted to prove WWE wrong. Um, although they were right in firing his ass. But uh, <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. Is that an okay saying still? Probably not. Just call it club a club. No, no. Um, yeah, why not? They, they were right to fire him. But, yeah. you know, he was, they wanted to prove himself. Because one of them. In, t- in, t- in typical TNA fashion, very first show, he comes out in the crowd during a promo and just talks about how lame the main event is. Jesus. <laughs> Which gets everybody else who's cutting it. It's Jarrett on the, it's Jarrett on the ramp. Hall in the stand that stands with the fans and Shamrock's in the ring and it's, a, it's like a twenty man rumble for the t- vacant title, and he says that and then everybody's like yeah that's a shitty idea everybody's shitting on the main event of the very first episode of TNA, I was like if that didn't like give you an idea of what was actually in store for the history of this company I don't know what would he had a couple runs there was that then there was two thousand four he comes in they're the kings of wrestling, um he lasts maybe what three months which. It, Shocking that he lasted that long yeah. time, but then he, he comes in, in 2010. 
With when Hogan old, and Bischoff. Yeah. Unless we talk about that, the better. Yeah, the band. Remember that? The band. The band got back yeah. together. And they had, like, the generic, like, Wolfpack remix. Yeah, it was remix. Wolfpack without the lyrics. Yeah. I was like, what? Which I still have not been able to find as a theme. I Same, to right? Hmm. Um, I'm going to say, one of, like, the, one of the highlights for people is when Hall surprised people in ECW coming out to the Fugees, whether Maybe or not. not. Here I come. Which was, of course, the, the Outsiders theme song on house shows. Um, yeah, to, to, to job to Big Sal E. Graziano for free. Yep. Again. He, just, he, okay. wanted, he wanted to work with his boy, Just Incredible, who was the champ at the time. Uh, no, he just lost it. But he wanted to work with Credible. Heyman's like, well, you know, I can't pay. He's like, I don't want to get paid. That's I'll do it do. for free. And he's like, well. And he's like, well, how about you put over one of my other guys first just to show and he's like, yeah, sure. Who do you want me to put over? The 600-pound dude that never wrestles. Okay. Sure, whatever. Okay. okay. So he does that the first night. The second night, he, he jobs to Credible. It's just he wanted to wrestle his buddy. And, go ahead. Who was the... You said the story. Who was the GCW guy he did that with? Oh, uh... Oh, God, no, 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 no. The who? son? It's the son of, uh... nine one one. No, 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 uh... This is five years ago. Oh. He hit somebody over the head with, uh, it's someone you wouldn't expect, but at the same time, god damn, I saw that tweet the other day. What now? In five years ago in GCW, Scott Hall's there. Yeah. Uh, on the outside, he just hits somebody over the head with a, with a puddle of light, with the light tubes. Yeah. And it's like, the fact that this happened in my life in GCW is like, <laughs> is insane. And somebody posted the video of it a couple days ago on Twitter. I don't remember who it was, but I was like, "That's crazy." Did you ever get to see? Uh, did you ever get to see Scott Hall live? No, that's my biggest regret as a wrestling fan. He hits Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon. It's Flip, Flip Gordon. Oh. Scott Hall hitting Flip Gordon with light tubes at a GCW show. It's a weird sentence, <laughs> right? Uh, no, I have been uh, blessed enough in my wrestling fandom to see almost everybody that I'm a big fan of live, mm-hmm. except for Scott Hall. I never got to see him. I don't think I ever did either. He wasn't at Spring no. Stampede '99. He wasn't at any. I didn't get. I didn't go to the Raw in Portland that like, had the Hogan birthday uh, thing. Unless I, I saw the Hogan birthday. Unless, and he probably was a diamond stud on a Saturday night, so I probably yeah. saw. I, you, still, you, I don't remember you, him. You likely saw him. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, but I never did get to, and that sucked because that's the one guy that was on my list. I mean, I knew I was never going to see him wrestle because yeah. he's long retired. But um, I, I mean, I'd seen them all. I'd seen Brett, Sean. Austin, Rock. Oh, no, Rock's the other one. Rock hits two, two of them. Yeah, Rock and Hall are the two guys I've never seen live. I've never seen Austin. I've seen Austin a couple times. Uh, I saw Hall at the birthday. Uh, Rock at uh, Portland. Um, it was you know, it was the sight to see because when they come out to the NWO and you get that goosebumps, just, you know, just the nostalgia of them coming out, him doing the struts and... Well, let's talk about the the influence. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, how many people? Say, yeah. How many people have been influenced by Scott Hall? Uh, the Rock with those punches; those are straight razor. And he, punches, he even so. says it he, yeah. in his post. He said that he studied him and took those punches. Yeah, all uh, the Triple H's mannerisms. Yeah, Triple. We we <laughs> we put it together watching that most of Hill Triple H is Scott Hall. Like, yeah. Um, Chuck Palumbo again with the punches and some of the big man offense was straight from Scott Hall. And there's some that you have to kind of look for, uh, like uh, Carlito. 
Really? Carlito Caribbean, cool. Those those original vignettes, do you remember those? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the beach and, and spin cool. the apple yeah. and shoving the guy in the water. Watch oh. those Razor Ramon vignettes from 92. He did all of those things. Uh, all that. Uh, you have, you know, uh, everybody dressing up like Hall. You have Damien Priest, who does the... Yeah. The Britt Baker. Uh, Britt Baker dressed as the... NWO blood drip as, as her we've, gear. We've seen so many people in the last year yeah. wear that red dripping gear. Mm-hmm. After years of not seeing anybody, all of a sudden it became the the look to have. FTR coming out to the NWO gear. Uh, yeah. Priest doing the outsider edge. I mean, Priest Priest was gifted the surfer walk yeah. and the outsider's edge. And he, has, Scott, oh. and he comes out in past shows. It's either a combo of Nash and Hall gear. Yep. Also, man... What an underrated theme that Razor Ramon song is. Love it. Love That's it. so good. So I would say this. So we, underrated they sped it up and made it Austin's thing. There it is. Dun, 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 I would dun, say this. Dun, dun. Rewatching Hall and going back, and this was before the passing. What a shot. Come on, you doof. Thanks, right? sign guy. <laughs> before the passing. At least he's a razor. At least Jesus, yeah. he vanished. <laughs> at least he it was a razor Ramon uh it was a quick match. It was a Razor Ramon uh, <laughs> poster. We're, uh, we will be doing 10 counts down the line for updating our favorite wrestlers. Hall's on mine. True. He just missed mine. He's on mine. He's not on mine. He just missed it. Him and Nash are both in my 15. Yeah. Because I'm not going to sit here and tell you Nash is one of the greatest workers of all time. But I think he's a much better big man than he gets credit for. And when he caught Big me, Show, yeah, you know, geez. To me, you know what they are like, and they'd probably hate hearing this because yeah, it's totally opposite what they're going for now. But going back, watching any matches with Hall and Nash to me, that's comfort food. I yeah. put that on in the background. I've got a Kevin Nash comp. I'm going to find a, a Scott Hall one. I just put it on and let it go while you're doing shit. I mean, yep. and it's it's cool for me. Well, but you know, redoing my ten count. I was just like... So what number is IRS on? Uh, he's about like probably four to six range. I don't want to spoil where, but four to six. hundred? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The door. Sure. I mean, yeah. I'd put him in front of both of his sons. That's that's a safe bet. Ouch. Yeah, I would. Uh, but no, I would just say that before all this, I was just like... I don't, be- I don't believe you, Corey. <laughs> I was like, Hall Let me in. <laughs> was like the first person I... Re- I remember watching wrestling and going, this guy's cool. Yeah. And Not mine. PN News. <laughs> well, we can't all be right all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, baby. Yo, baby. Did yo. he ever wear this blue ever again? I don't remember seeing this too uh, often. Well, Tatanka had a problem with him wearing it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you stole my colors, man. I'm oh, sorry. That's a Triple H argument. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just the, you know, the, the business is going to miss him and his mind. I hope, I hope before he passed away these last few years, I hope he realized how many people in the business yeah. are um, owe so much to him. Mm-hmm. Like, we're clear fans who, because uh, there's so many. Um, and that's cool. That's, at the end of the day, for most wrestlers, that's what matters, the respect of the peers. Um, to know that you did a good job. 
And before we leave, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, recall one of my favorite tag matches on Nitro history, which is uh, Hall and Nash versus the Strippers. <laughs> yeah, or uh, or when uh, Hall and Nash drive the outsider uh, the the, the, the Steiners, Steiners off the road. No, the Steiners were at fault there. I, I mean, refuse yeah, to to this date. Yeah, to this uh, day. And, and I, hold on, the, 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 we we discussed they were trying to help them. Yeah, but I will like I will defend in its buffoonery, Hall and Nash. Uh, sneaking into the backstage, getting high on cough syrup, stealing the luchador's masks and looking for Goldberg. Remember when they got into the luchador? Hey, yo. Hey, you used to speak Spanish. See if they know where Goldberg is. Hey, yo. You uh, seen Senor Goldberg? Senor Goldberg. Um, one, uh, another thing we can talk about since we mentioned it, let's bring it up. Uh, Austin Hall, and it's more, more more famous for the bump he takes for the <laughs> st- the stunner. I always liked it compared to the Rocks. I thought the Rock ridiculously oversold the stunner to the point and where it made it look buffoonish. It's the fact that because the fact that Austin stuns him before, yeah, and he just still goes what, and then he, Austin grabs him, stuns him again, and then he does the jump. He goes, my favorite gif. Is on that one. He stuns him and then he goes into orbit. Yeah, and then comes dun, back down. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, there's like those videos of like when someone over jumps <laughs> and then they go flying in space and through time. And Hall got a bad deal, and and Austin threw a, a pity party because he had to wrestle him. Yeah, because he wasn't big enough it's, for Austin. Is that though? That is another what if of what if they just played ball? What if Austin played ball? And like think of what they could have done. It's ridiculous. What did he expect? He wasn't going to work Hogan because he didn't want to. Yeah. He resented him. Uh, they forgot so about Nash. You're not in the title match. So, so it's, it's either, it's, it was either take Hall one-on-one or we could probably put Hall and Nash together and have you tag team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do business. I will say this. That is a match I will recommend, not because it's great, but just because you have in the ring at the same time Five of the most influential people of the last five years, easily, mm-hmm. if not in wrestling history. The week before WrestleMania 18, the main event on Raw Handicap is match. Hogan, Hall, and Nash against Austin and Rock. That's bananas. First of all, that's bananas. Pay per view? How do you put that on yeah, Raw first of the all, week uh, before WrestleMania? Right? Like, what are you doing? Like, <sighs> yeah. Ah, it boggles the mind. Mm. The huge. The star power in one match. That's insane. It's like a 92 Rumble in one match. Right? Just as a tag match. It's crazy. It's just a tag match with like 10 minutes to go on the show. Yeah. They don't even give it time, really. Yeah. It's, I mean, Hogan and Austin wrestle for about a minute, if, if that. You're just so like, what could have been? Oh, what could have been? I feel like the crowd didn't want it either. The crowd was like, yeah. Well, they that's a that's a conversation for a different day, but they fucked up the NWO before they even debuted, <laughs> so don't worry about that. But yeah, no, he's a, he's a legend, very influential. Oh, another thing he's recredited for is the super kick, f- you know, party, because super kick. It was back in uh, I think ninety three when Sean was still doing the teardrop suplex on mm. the pile driver sometimes. And it was Razor who told him, look, you should do the kick as the finisher. It's your best move. And from there we go. Yeah, it's once again, he was one of the smartest guys oh, in the biz. Fuck New Japan. Uh, TV Asahi, by the way. Not New Japan itself, but TV Asahi. Yeah. 
they're obsessed with getting everything, any GIF or anything of their stuff off of social media as fast as possible. And famously, the other night at the New Japan Cup, Tanahashi paid tribute to him by doing the little walk and then flicking a toothpick at the camera on the way to the ring. Mm. Because Hall, Hall, Hall and Tanahashi were buddies. When Hall toured New Japan in 2002, Tanahashi was a young guy. But he took a liking to him and put him over in a match in like five minutes. And, he, and Scott Hall was a pretty big name in Japan from the 80s on. Like he did a lot of tours. Yep. So that meant something. A young guy, a young boy beating Scott Hall in like five minutes. And then he spent the rest of the night telling everybody in the locker room that Tanahashi was going to be money. Just wait. It's once That's again. It's going to be a thing. It, so once again, uh, it's that mindset of Hall probably notices someone and he goes, you know, I see money in this guy in the future. And he did it with Kid, did it with Jericho, and now. Tanahashi. And look. He knew talent. Look where they're at now. Tanahashi's one of the top in he's New Japan. He's a legend. Jericho is top in AW, legend. And Walton's a legend. I love seeing uh, Ko- Kojima and uh, Hiroshi Tenzan mm-hmm. tweeting as well about it. It was like they, someone posted, showed a photo of when the Outsiders and Chono. Was a tag team. You're is like, that not the baddest looking fucking picture in the it world? It is. It is. And I'm like, that is a team I probably wouldn't want to no, mess with. No. I'd beat the rest. <laughs> of course you would. You would. You and PN News. Handicap. Yep. Show them <laughs> the like, news. Which one of us? Yo, baby. <laughs> yo, yo, baby. Yo, as, you're, you're, as you're trying to beg for your life. Yo, baby. Yo, baby. But now I have like visions of a Scott Hall PN News tag team. Hey, yo, baby. Hey, yo, baby. Hey, yo, baby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, it's just how was Scott Hall never on Family Feud? <laughs> That's a valid question there. <laughs> they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him. On so family says, feud. Hey yo, yeah, I got this. We, uh, but no, you know, like we've talked about it, but it's like in my mind, Scott Hall has probably one of the top five punches. Oh yeah, I love his punches. That's one of my favorite things about him always. Um, the great punch. I'm mean, so like good to watch him. The guy from the Dark Order. <laughs> that one guy from the Dark Order. Taking over. Yeah. <laughs> Seven? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. The Fallaway Slam. The Sack of Shit you, Slam. You know, uh, Razor Edge. That was like my move in all in uh, like all the WWE oh, games. Yeah. It's just like. Well, it's safe for the video game. It's dangerous as fucking real life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you I can, mean, if you can guys raise. Guys hated taking that fucking move. God, they hated it. It's like, I love doing the Razor Edge to a video game because you throw somebody through a table. You know, it's like, hell yeah. Um, Look at the timing on that. It's perfect timing. That was perfect. So, but yeah, you, you know. You don't see that these days. Very rarely. Or a camera cut. Well, that too. Yeah. But, but damn, that was perfect. Uh, you know, I went to the store yesterday wearing that Razor Ramon shirt. Yeah. And as I was coming out, some dude flicked a toothpick at me. Did you, I was like, did you punch him back? I was like, no. Chico? Then you hit him with a bat. <laughs> I was like, you flicking shit? I was just like, that's cool, man. Like we said in the beginning of the show. And he went. <laughs> uh, like we said in the beginning of the show, you know, I think Scott Hall is one of the one of the people in the world that transcended into pop culture. Yeah. People just wanted to he like was on him. The Simpsons, wasn't he? Brett was. Brett was. And he'll remind you too. Don't that's don't do that. Yeah. No, not that I know of, no. Um, 
But I think I no, I don't remember. I remember the video, uh, the home video of him teaching you how to play Raw um, is War on the Sega Genesis. Super Nintendo, I had that game. Oh, that game was the, uh, the, uh, Sega had the Royal Rumble. The, right. the, Roy- the, um, the Royal Rumble match, I would just be Scott Hall. So that would be cool. You toss people. What, you know what funny thing? He never competed in a Royal Rumble match. It's weird. Really? He was in the company from 92 to 96, and then back in 2002, never in a Royal Rumble match. That's so weird. 93, he wrestled Brett for the title. 94, he wrestled IRS for the Intercontinental title. 95, it was Jarrett for the Intercontinental title. 96, it was Goldberg for the, or Goldust for the Intercontinental title. Yep. So he had a thing for the Intercontinental title. <laughs> right? Was he in World War Three? And he won it in 97. There it is. Did he ever get a title match? At Uncensored 98, Sting and Scott Hall were... Thrown in there right in between matches that they they didn't give it the time they should have. <laughs> Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. But then again, in early 98 with both of those guys. The less time, the better. They didn't have their working shoes on. Let's just say that. Yeah. Well, uh, his thing wasn't tan enough. So. Yeah, well. As we found out. Supposed to be, again, how do you tan into fucking, <laughs> the fucking catacombs of the arena for a year and a half? <laughs> God damn. Of all the things. Like. I could see it if they, they saw him shirtless and like, hey, man, he's not that big anymore. But Tanned? The character, bro. Whatever. Yeah. God damn it. Well, you, you know. know. You know. Rusket. So, you feel your daddy teach you that one, man? Right. So let's, uh, let's wrap this show up. Yeah, let's say our uh, respects to let's, Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. You were a legend. You'll, well, you'll stay a legend. You will. That's how oh. it works. Yeah. Um, Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Yeah, and like I said in that thing I posted, uh, rest in peace, man. You you deserve it more than most. And on that note, hard work pays off. Dreams do come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do.